0: This is a WKYT podcast.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Conversations. Andrew, you're gritting your teeth. What's going on over there? Nothing. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a conversation we just had off air that the contents of which will never come out. Oh, wow. Dun, dun, dun. That anyway. Serious. Let's It really wasn't as serious no, as I just really made was. it out <laughs> to be. I'm very dramatic. Uh,
1: when you think about the problems you and I have, it turns out we don't actually have Too many many problems.
0: No, we're very fortunate. I think that's
1: one thing about this job is it gives you perspective.
0: You're another year older now. I am. Victor, you
1: had a birthday
0: yesterday, right?
1: Yeah, I did. Uh, One of our producers, Alexis, she said, "You're older than I think you are." So I'm going to say you're 35. (laughs) I think (laughs) I'll take it.
0: But she's right. I think you're older than everyone thinks you are.
1: It's my youthful exuberance.
0: It honestly is. I mean, your personality, you're just very youthful and fun, and you're just vivacious.
1: I just enjoy life, you
0: know? You do. And I think that's so good. I think we always talk about, like, kid-like qualities, like why kids are so charming. I think you have a little bit of that that most people grow out of, and you never did.
1: (laughs) You know, just being a latchkey kid, just growing up in front of the TV, there you go. There you go. That was me. All right. How
0: old are you? 38. 38? Yeah. Interesting.
1: I am going to be the old man at my daughter's graduation, like with a cane.
0: My dad always said the same thing, (laughs) because both he and my mom were older when they had my brother and I, so, you know, I think they said our first day of kindergarten, people thought they were our grandparents. Uh,
1: You know, yeah, whenever I'm dropping her off at daycare, and I see the other parents, and I go, oh, y'all are children.
0: Y'all are young.
1: Y'all are babies yourself. (laughs)
0: Well, you got the salt and pepper going on, which is a good thing. I do. But I think it throws people off.
1: keep it short. That's the thing. I, can, you know, I don't want to be the old uh, old silver fox. So, uh, let's talk about today's podcast. Yes, we finally I really got her. It. Yes, we finally got her. We rounded out the trio of the recent WKYT mothers. Although, uh, she didn't really talk about being a mother that much. We'll, we'll, we'll get her back for podcast part two. We talked about Meg,
0: talk. but we need to at least say she has... A son, a son named Kingston. Kingston. <laughs> it's not that she didn't want to talk about him or anything, but we kind of talked about, you know, he's Let's in talk that. talk about everything. He's so young that yeah. what is there to talk about? For a while, babies are blobs. That's I, just the, the no,
1: truth. No, I'm I'm with you. I, you know, as a, the father of a 10-month-old. Uh, ten, ten Yours old, isn't a blob anymore, is I, it? No, now she's cute. But, yeah, there for a while, <laughs> it's just like, well, here's this here's this creature I take care of.
0: Yep, this creature. <laughs> so today
1: we talked to Kristen Kennedy about uh, how she got her start in the news. Mm-hmm. Our history, Her and I go way back. We both started WKYT relatively.
0: See, normally time. I dominate conversations, I feel like, but you you kind of let this one. Yeah, well,
1: I just I've known Kristen a while. Um, you know, we're old friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, it was exciting. It was also funny to hear how she intimidated you.
0: Oh, but I, I, I don't know if I said it uh, vehemently enough in the podcast, but I love Kristen. I really do. She's one of my favorite people. So I don't want people to think that, like, I was scared of her and now I'm just, like... <laughs>
1: No, she's she's a presence in the newsroom. Oh, she's awesome. We are lucky to have. So here's our conversation, Kristen Kennedy. Hope you all enjoy it. We are here, the one and only Kristen Kennedy. Hello.
0: This has been a long time coming. It was a process. I know, I
2: know. I got nervous about it. I didn't want to do it, and Victor convinced me with his baking skills. I know.
0: I was just saying that Kristen did this right she played the game the smartest in a game of Survivor, Big Brother. You would win because <laughs> literally no one else has gotten anything out of this podcast, podcast, including
1: me. I would, I would say people have, I'd say people have lost things because of this podcast, like dignity, <laughs> self-respect.
2: I'm the first one who came with a writer.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you had a plan, so uh, you know it worked out for you, and uh, it also just gave me an excuse to bake a bunch of cookies.
2: They were um, delicious.
1: Yeah, were those
0: were. the oatmeal ones?
1: Oatmeal cranberry. They oatmeal. were. Oh, they were so Raisins good. Raisins are garbage. Um, actually, I like mm. raisins on their own, but I don't like them in cookies. Um, oh, there you go. Sorry, I have a story I'm working on. That's all right, on, yeah. So, <gasps> okay. if, if something pops up during it, that's the way this works, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so if, if something pops up during the middle of it, we may just pause and then come back. Uh, yeah, but so I ate about five or six of those cookies while I was baking them because they were yes. fresh and
0: warm. What about, do you like dough or cookies better?
1: What do you mean? Oh, uh, I mean, I'll I'll eat dough all right, but I'd rather have it actually cooked.
0: See, I, I could go either way. Welcome the to Cookie Cast. So I could talk about food all day long. I
2: used to bake a lot before kids. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now cookies,
2: are... cakes, muffins.
1: Mm. Vera's still small enough that I can just stick her in the Oven? thing. Yes. <laughs>
2: yes, there you go. I just stick her in the oven. Tell her to
1: hold tight. I'll pop her out when the cookies go in.
2: But our problem Andrea. is Meg will eat all of the cookies, so uh-huh. I have to be very careful about Meg baking. Can we talk she about loves, my first loves food. Yes. Yes. And
0: I love her for it. (laughs) (laughs) Andrea relates
1: to her. So
0: we were at that that charity basketball game over the weekend, and um, one of the other players was just – because we got Fazoli's afterwards, Mm. and uh, he was just like – that kid. Like, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> she was going hard, like eating the pasta that's with her nice. fingers. I was yeah, you're like, yes, girl. Yes.
2: She loves to eat.
1: She knows what she wants. We are
2: lucky because you hear about toddlers who won't eat a thing. That's she eats everything. Yeah. She's she really does. good about that, except for green stuff. She's not a fan of salads or mm-hmm. spinach.
1: Man, who likes that healthy stuff? Mm. Yeah. No. That's awful. All right. So uh, we generally on these, will go back. Yeah, you're fine. Just don't, don't do like Kenny did and beat on the table all the whole okay. time. I got uh, in trouble for
0: that, too. It's okay.
1: So let's go back to the beginning, your origin story. Where'd you grow up?
2: South Carolina. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. a Kentucky girl. She's no. a convert.
2: I went to school in North Carolina. My first job was in Texas, and I was trying to get closer to South Carolina, and, and Kentucky's actually closer than Texas, so <laughs> I ended up here.
1: You, th- and that was a long time ago. It'll
2: be nine years in yeah. June that I've been at KYT. You and I started
1: relatively you close You were to the
2: here time. before me, because when I went on the interview, I remember meeting you. Yes.
0: And I, I had, had no idea you guys were here that long. I heard you yes. talking about it the yeah. other day, and I was like, You've
2: been Yeah, we both were, were not married.
1: Yeah, yeah. we were mm-hmm.
2: young,
0: young.
1: Parties, people hanging out and having fun.
2: We would go out past, like, 10
0: o'clock yeah. at night. What? It was wild. <laughs> I know. Things, things were crazy. I bet. Those were the days. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, and so I remember you came, yeah, and you said that you were trying to get closer to home, and then you've been here ever since. I know. Well, <laughs> but you brought Lee <laughs> Kay with you.
2: Yes, and you made a good point on one of the earlier podcasts. You talked about how it seems like people just try and uh, go to the biggest city in their their area, their hometown. And um, Lee Kay and I are both from small towns, and the the markets are significantly smaller than Lexington, uh, so I don't I don't know if we'll ever end up closer to to one or the other, but yeah. I did bring him along. I, I was we were he, long distance for about a year before he got the job here.
1: And he, but he he's from Texas, right? He is.
2: We met at the uh, a station in Texas um, where we we both worked, and uh, he he moved to Kentucky, and that's the farthest that he's ever been from home. I mean, Texas for him. I think he was a 90 minute drive from that, home question, at, at, at his other station. Yeah.
0: So you all met at the station. We
2: did. Mm-hmm.
0: How did that happen? How did you two well, end up connecting?
2: You know, small stations. You all work terrible hours. You have little pay, and your and only you friends are at this the station. People, yeah. Yes, because I,
0: guess I should understand that better
2: than you. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, and so we would all go out, and it felt like summer camp a lot of the time because we're all kind of getting our foot in the door, and you're wanting to get to bigger places, and none of us are from that area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's such a. It was a starter market so you don't have a
1: lot of other friends other people to hang out with So it's kind yeah
2: of and so we work. all just uh, yes it was a w- big group and I think Lee Kay and I just we went on a lot of big group dates
0: and gravitated towards each other
2: I say I got stuck with him he doesn't like that <laughs>
0: who, yeah, who was the aggressor did you go after him or he came he after you he
2: originally asked me on lots of dates Ooh. But I was dating someone. I was long distance mm-hmm. with a college sweetheart. Oh. And so I said, this is not going to work out. Yeah. And it didn't work out with the college sweetheart. So I said, I'll give this a try. Oh, fine. <laughs> and I got stuck with them. Tried to move across the country. He Tried just Tried to get followed. away from him, and he just, he he just came. And he was I know. Right. Now we got two kids. <laughs>
1: so, so when you first came to Lexington, what was that transition like? I guess how how much is is Lexington bigger than the other towns you would lived in
2: yes it is it Lexington is like the biggest city I've lived in I guess which is
1: weird when when you travel some you you realize that Lexington isn't that big of a city Mm -hmm. but if you're from a small especially you know me coming from Clay City I remember Lexington was always the big city we would go to you know once a year to go to the mall or something so it's
2: and that is funny to me because even on the the grand scale of things Lexington is not that big so when you look at market sizes I never thought of Lexington as like oh I've made it I'm in a big city but it's become the oh, I've made it. I'm in a city that's the perfect size. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. It's got lots of opportunities. It it just feels like a really good size. It doesn't intimidate me. A lot of people will talk about like driving through Lexington downtown. They get nervous about it. To me, it's just
0: like normal I feel that traffic. That's do you really? Yeah, my, but I'm easily intimidated.
1: <laughs> my mom, whenever she'll she'll drive to Lexington now, but for the longest time, if she was coming to Lexington, I would have to meet her in Winchester and Aww. drive her on the Because <laughs> she was worried about the yeah, traffic, the big, yes. Yeah, the big city, it's mm-hmm. scary, scary out there.
0: Now, was reporting, anchoring, something you always wanted to do? Is that what you went to school for?
2: Yes, I did. I um, went to Elon University, it's a private college, and they were very well known for their communications program. And they had, at the time, it was a uh, live weekly newscast that was student-run, and I just loved it. I thought it was it was great. And I knew I, I had a scholarship to go to Elon, and I went specifically for communications.
1: So did that bug bite you in high school? Was that-
2: yes. I... Um, Oh, it's probably around 10th grade, I think I made that decision. I thought I wanted to be a pathologist.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I just, I loved that idea of, of trying to look for root causes of disease. And, and I just think the body is fascinating and how it works. And I, I thought that would be neat. And so I, uh, have an aunt who is a nurse practitioner, and she worked at the Medical University of South Carolina. So I got to shadow a surgeon for a day. She set that up, and it was the most boring day. Mm. (laughs) We didn't get to, we went into a room where they do surgeries, but nothing was going on. I remember they talked a lot about just like facts and figures and numbers and just paperwork and it just seems so boring to me. So I, I did another shadow day. I thought, well, maybe maybe journalism, maybe writing. And so I went to my hometown station, and I sat in an edit bay with probably the equivalent of um, the Amber Philpott here. So it was the evening anchor that I grew up watching, and I watched her edit a package. I was like, this is really cool. And then I sat in on the noon new newscast, and I watched the Barbara Bailey equivalent, and uh, I just remember thinking, this is easy. I can Mm -hmm. do that. And Mm -hmm. so I was hooked. It was ease. It's so smart
0: that you did that, because I think so many people, you know, don't take that step to go shadow people until they're about to graduate from college, and it's too late. It's like you've already devoted four years to getting this education and all of these prerequisites, and then you go and you see it in real life, in person. It's not just theory. And not What she thought it was going to be, so that was really smart. I think you made a, a wise decision there.
2: I was lucky because I was looking at colleges and I'm looking at that price tag, and I'm thinking I better know what I want to do
0: if I'm going to pay <laughs> she, that much so money. Mature. The to- maturity, she's the mature one in the mornings, so. yes. no it's it's doubt about it. Thrifty, it's
2: just being thrifty. <laughs> always yeah. been very, very mature,
1: though. I, yes. I you know, I remember being. Out of like pool parties and stuff, and Kristen just being like, okay, everybody, let's just calm down.
2: Oh, well, the <laughs> first pool party I went to with Victor, and Victor was really nice because I knew nobody when I came here. And he was so nice and invited me out with his friends and introduced me to everyone and really just helped me feel like this was home. Uh, so he invited me to this pool party. And uh, it was back when we were, um, we had weekends that we were on call. And I was on call that weekend. And I remember being so nervous because it was my first (laughs) weekend on call ever. And I'm thinking, I cannot have a drink. I cannot eat a thing. I got to be ready to go. I don't even think I wore a bathing suit because I was afraid I was going to have to go into the (laughs) station.
0: (laughs) And, you know. I know our bosses listen to this, so that's wonderful that you take it that seriously. Because most of the time, I don't even know when don't. I'm on call. Yeah, oh. and like Angela has emailed me before, and she's like, "Can we switch? Like, you're on call." This-. I'm like, "I am sure. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know." That
1: that doesn't surprise me. That yeah, I'm sure that it does. All right, that's nice. So, what have now that you've been doing the job, you know, ten plus years? Uh, what what are your favorite parts of it? Because you've done, you've done everything. Every I mean, you, shift. And you've done every shift. You've mm-hmm. done every, you know.
2: Yeah, the only thing I haven't done, I don't shoot my own stuff, and I feel really fortunate about that. Uh, I most enjoy getting out of the newsroom, and every day is different. And I actually really enjoy working with, a, with different people, with our photographers. They are all so different, and they are Very interesting. Yes, <laughs> and they all have their own quirks, and you – it's enjoyable to have someone there to laugh with, like, especially on these really tough stories. Just to, to have someone right beside you experiencing the same things, making sure you're both seeing the same stuff. Uh, when I'm writing, I want to double check what I'm doing. I really enjoy working as a team. And I know we don't have that a lot. With one-man bands, you don't get that opportunity.
1: Having a second set of eyes definitely helps. It's so
0: important. Oh, I I constantly am checking with our photographers. I'm like, is this the right word? Is this what I'm looking for? Have we done everything we need to do? Like, you know, just sometimes you get so in your head and you're so laser focused on things that you don't see the big picture.
2: And you feel safer with Mm -hmm. someone. I mean, I'm a little lady. So going out to like, I don't know, some backwoods place for some terrible story, you just feel better when you know that there's some big guy behind you that's got a camera.
1: But you also got to see a lot of the state. I mean, that's yes. the thing about this job: is you go yes.
2: everywhere. Well, and it's become different because when I started at KYT, I uh, think the only one man band we had—well, you were Me. Victor, and, Phil. and then Phil, who I never saw because he was more bureau. Yeah. Uh, so we went a lot more places. Now that we have more one man bands, I don't go as far anymore. I, th- I think they tend to send the one man bands further.
1: They do. Mm. They yeah. Do. They send us. <laughs> they send us out. <laughs>
0: You say that with a little bitterness. No, no, I'm I'm like Chris,
1: and I enjoy getting out of the newsroom. I think that's one of the things I enjoy so much about my schedule now is that I get to anchor, which I really like, and I'm learning more about that. But uh, I still get out of the newsroom, and that's one of the things you can go a little star crazy. Oh yeah, it's just it's a boiler room.
2: And I'm not from this area, so seeing the state has been really fun too. Because if you just took Lexington and just reported in here, I mean, it's such a different world mm-hmm. than than a majority of the state, oh, yeah. really.
1: It's it's always interesting whenever we have interns, or um, even some people who've worked here who are from Lexington, and I'll ask them about you know going to something in Danville or the Red River Gorge or something, and they go, "Oh no, I, I don't know any about that." They'll they'll travel all over the country as far as traveling within the state, they they go, oh, no, I, I don't know anything about it. They pretty much stick to Lexington, Louisville, Cincinnati, you know, and they, they don't really get out. So it's just kind of interesting, you know, what all there is to offer.
2: I've noticed that with people who aren't even in the business. I think naturally people that gravitate toward this business are just are curious mm-hmm. and, and like to explore. And so friends that I have that are outside of the business, they don't go to Danville. They don't go to the Gorge and – and to me, it's just – or they don't go to a new restaurant that's open in Lexington. Things that I just really enjoy doing. Like. Yes, yes. It gets very familiar. And so it, I have fun teaching these lifelong Kentuckians about places that are just an hour away you know, that they've that never was, gone to.
1: That was one of my favorite things to do whenever I first started. I would take groups of friends out to the uh, the drive-in in Powell County.
0: I've never been there.
1: Well, they close now, so you're okay. not going to go. But. <laughs> That was it. Should we would sailed. we would take a weekend out. We'd go up hiking in the gorge, and then we'd all go to the the drive-in and I love you know, that. take a cooler.
2: I've never in. been to a drive-in. They I want either. to. They, they keep closing down.
1: Yeah. It's, it's rough. I'm trying There's a couple
0: around here, yeah. I know. But
1: There's still one in Bourbon County, maybe. will mm-hmm. have to figure it out. But yeah, especially, you know, you can take the kids. They can run around.
2: They can
0: be loud, and it's They can be loud. Okay. Nobody cares because yes. when the
1: movie starts, they all fall asleep because the movie doesn't start till it's dark.
0: There you go. Awesome. Kind of perfect
1: now. Now that it's weekends, I can actually go. Hey, we may be planning something.
2: Ooh! Are you yeah. enjoying weekends off? It's a different world, yeah. isn't it? It's
1: only been one, two weekends so far. Two weekends. Yes. Have you yes,
0: taken full advantage of those weekends?
1: No, pretty much I've just slept and been lazy around the house. <laughs> and I expect that for a little while. We'll, we'll eventually. I think this weekend is the first time we're doing something, and that's just we're doing some stuff for my birthday. But, uh, no, I, I mean, it's, it's been real lazy. I take that back. The very first Saturday, we went out to uh, some friend's house for the UK game, the uh, UK-Tennessee game. And it was weird for my wife and I because any time we're out at night, one of us has to work the next day, generally. That was always – I was either, you know, okay, we've got to go, or during the week because I was off Thursdays and Fridays, and she's like, well, I've got to work the next day. So it was very odd for us to both just be like, okay, no, we don't. We can, we can, we can do whatever we, we want. Can <laughs> we can chill. We can take your time. You obviously, don't want to stay out too late to keep the little girl up. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And and so you you – Anchored the weekend show for how long?
2: I anchored weekend mornings for, I don't know, six months to a year, maybe. And then I anchored weekend evenings for two years. And I loved it. I would not have left weekend evenings if not for having Meg. uh, Because we started crunching numbers. And there was no way. Lee Kay worked weekends at the time, too. We would have had to pay a nanny to take care of Meg on Saturdays and Sundays for about 10 hours. And each day, just, and yeah. it it just
1: well, it's because like, it's not like there's a daycare that's open at that but,
2: time. Yeah. yeah, that's open from you know two in the afternoon to midnight. So that wasn't going to work out, but I I really enjoyed it.
1: I did too. I, it was
0: more laid relied back on
1: you. It was a little more laid back, but also you just had generally you know the one show you're working towards, so you're able to fit in just kind of the more important stuff. You don't spread it out as much.
2: Yes, and it was really nice because uh, at least with the evenings, especially. You had from two o'clock until yeah. six o'clock to work on that newscast. So I, if I was not writing everything that I read, at I was at least over reading it. over it and and editing it. Yeah.
0: Which is nice because yeah. sometimes, especially you know, with the mornings, like mm-hmm. sometimes you just go in because like, you can't get in much earlier than you already do.
2: It is run and gun. Yes, it in yeah, the so really is. So
1: tell us about your shift now. You come in.
2: So I, yeah, I come in and immediately start start working on my hits, I do a uh, studio shot. I do the alert desk, and so I do that at 5, 5.30, 6, 6.30, and then we do a, a web trending where we gather up the top stories of the day and, and throw that in. So I have five studio hits during the the morning show, including Fox, and Fox as well, uh, and it is, it's fast. I like that, though. You don't have time to be tired yeah. in that morning time, and it's, uh, my shift is, it's kind of broken up into two four hour segments. You've got the first part, which is all shows, and then the second part of the day I'm working on a story.
1: That was one thing I enjoyed about reporting in the morning. Yeah, you come in and you get your first four or five hours out of the way. Yeah, you don't have a chance to do anything. And you're the so day tired. is over that's so fast. <laughs> and then well and then that's the thing. And then you've got, you know, your three or four hours to work on your story after that, but your day just flies by. It, it, does. it, it, it does it's not like sometimes, especially in the day side, you're looking for a story and you're just, you know, an hour just feels like it's taking forever.
2: And it's great if you have little kids because mm-hmm. mine, I try to get them to bed around the same time that I would want to go to bed anyway, yeah. so it works out.
0: And but I can attest you do come in and you hit the ground running. It's Ooh, so funny. Yeah. She'll get mic'd up and they'll randomly open her mics like during a break and you are the loudest typer. <laughs> I, I do. Ever heard I did my really life. Loud. She bangs on those I do. keys mm-hmm. and you're really fast. It was so funny the first time it happened because you and Jim worked together so much during the weekends. You yes. we all together a mm-hmm. lot. And he was like, I already know who that is. Yep. <laughs> he was uh-huh. like, that is Kristen. Like, he can pick out your typing. I got
2: in trouble in middle school for typing so loud. Really? <laughs> I just hit the keys really hard, I guess. Yeah. At least you don't hear me in the bathroom. It could
1: be worse. Yeah, exactly. You do you know? hear me. Well, yeah. Well, no, no.
0: I- Ooh. Okay, not like that. I hear you
1: talking in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> you know, what? okay, I do talk in the bathroom, but I'm a podcaster, obviously. Yep. So I, I'm always listening to a podcast in the bathroom. And
1: you don't use headphones. So and I just, talk on my phone. You just in the have bathroom. it blaring.
0: And I so always have it on speakerphone. Sometimes there's
1: wait, wait, don't tell I'm me spoilers. I'm so annoying. Are you just now figuring this out?
0: <laughs> it's all coming to life. I feel like self
1: awareness is something in this business. That a lot of us. Uh, just don't have. Probably not. it's it's nice whenever.
0: I will say, I have a confession. I was so intimidated by you when I first started. Me? Yes. So intimidated. Just because you know, I'm a loud person and you're more reserved and quiet. And I was like, she hates me.
1: She's no (laughs) no nonsense. That's the thing. I know. I I I
2: am no nonsense. I love it. I try to keep work, work. And I, I, yes, I hit the ground running Mm -hmm. and I have no time for for chit-chat. I was going
1: to say, Kristen's not much for small talk. If she doesn't want to talk to you, she'll let you know. I know. She's nice. I appreciate. And you know, it's like there have been times when I've been over talking to Kristen, and she's, like, engaged for about a minute and a half. She's like, okay, this is interesting. And then I can just tell. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I just go, okay, cool, good talk. And, I, and it's like, you know what? I appreciate that.
2: But there are parts about that where I wish, you know, I didn't take some stories so seriously. Because I, I will. I, I No time for chit-chat. If I'm working on a story and I want to make it really good, I –
1: well, it's good to have that balance because I think I am I obviously need more of that yeah in we my life. I think both of us are probably at the other end of that, <laughs> and we could probably use a little more dialing the other way. Right. So it's nice to have that mix. Oh, measure.
0: I I will sit and talk to people. You know, I know Dean Handy who I love. He he always <laughs> loves coming to my edit bay when I'm working on a story and like getting into like you know a long drawn out story which I'm so engaged in and to my own detriment I'll sit there and listen and then I have two minutes to, to like send my story up and get it done. But I, I don't have that kind of um, what's the word reserve I don't even work ethic not <laughs> work ethic that's not what I meant I meant um,
1: Kristen has a very good work ethic that's what you're
0: okay maybe <laughs> yeah
1: no that's that's the word that's what you're that I you're can
0: good. I could probably
2: work on being nicer though no I, no no, no
0: no no you are nice you're never you're never no mean. that's the thing
1: there's there's a you're never there's a different and we have talked about this before privately I would rather someone be kind than nice. You are a kind mm, person. Yes. I don't know if you're a nice person.
2: Interesting. You know,
1: like they're, like you are a good person. You've got a kind heart. You help people. You just don't have time to be like fake nice.
2: Uh, that's and true. I have appreciate that. No, I have no time for, yeah. for fake. I would rather you just be unapologetically yourself to me there than you, you pretend to be someone else. And so
1: that's what we've, you know, I've talked about before. Like I would rather people be kind. I will take kind because I've had people be nice to me. I can tell they're not really Oh I hate that. Yeah, and you're just mm-hmm. that's the thing. You just you know, oh I don't I don't want to be around this person. When they're nice
2: and then you find out they've been saying things exactly, behind exactly. your back. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah.
1: I can tell you you never have to worry about that with Kristen.
0: I believe that. That's
2: true. I will be very blunt with you. And if I yeah. have a problem, I usually tell No Noah and
0: Kelsey were both scared of you too. They said that on <laughs> their, <on> their <laughs> podcast. I don't know if you've gotten that far, but they were both they were both scared of you at first. Their but they is kind love of a hot mess. Mess. you now. Oh good. And I do too. We've all come around. <laughs> Intimidating. You're
1: intimidating,
0: <laughs> you, Do, do you enjoy funny.
1: that? Do you like people being like? No, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> Growing up,
2: I was painfully shy, really? and people mm. took that as me being a mean girl, and it was it was hurtful. You know, when they say, "Oh, watch out for those quiet ones." Like, no, Aww. just be my friend. Yeah, that's how um,
0: I want. Is yeah. Meg like that?
2: No, Meg is very loud. Very, very loud. loud. She okay. is, and she's unfiltered, and it's wonderful. <laughs>
0: She's so cute. She is. Oh, She's I love that cute.
1: girl. All right. Well, I think we're wrapping up our time here. Oh, this wasn't Wait. as bad as I See? thought. I that's know, what everyone what has said. They all, they yeah. all come in scared, by the end they're like, "Oh, this is fun. We just talked."
0: I know. That's yeah. all it is. And you, that's what that's conversations. That's you guys we are very good do. at
2: conversations.
0: Thanks. Thank We've you. done it once or twice.
1: That's pretty much. I feel like that's the only thing I'm really good at is talking to people. And games. Oh no, no, I'm not that good. I just like. I have a lot of games doesn't mean I'm good at them.
0: Okay.
2: See, I could not do this because I have no time for chit-chat. There you go. She's <laughs> like, I, I would have be to terrible at I'm it. Done
0: with you
1: both. <laughs> <laughs> she be like, "Welcome to the Kristen Kennedy podcast." Uh, I understand you work here? Yes. All right, good. All right, see you all later. And <laughs> here are my
2: five questions that I've written down, and yes, I would I be don't done.
0: Any questions. That's all right. That's all right. I like good. it to just blur. Like there was one thing I did want to oh. ask. I remember kind of recently, relatively recently, you were asked to come back to your college.
2: Mm-hmm. um and and
0: give a, a speech I don't know I think you got an award
2: I did a top 10 under 10 so yeah. a top 10 alumni under 10 years
0: that's so cool and did you give a speech what was what was I, the whole process? I did
2: but I just talked about how I did a live shot from a bathroom it was what <laughs> I you know you're trying to get that college reel together and I thought a bathroom would be creative and it
1: wasn't
0: and it wasn't.
1: Lesson
2: <laughs> learned. And it was the men's
0: bathroom too. Nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. We all got those awkward college resume tapes. Oh,
0: that would be a great thing if we all still had those Ooh, and posted those. Oh, resumes.
2: I yeah. think I found mine uh, maybe a year or so ago, and it is embarrassing because you oh. think you're so oh, good. You're just, like, I yeah. got this
1: down. And
0: I knew I was bad, and I was.
1: Mine for Madison County Cable News. I'm sure. Ooh.
0: it's Oh my gosh. Oh. Well, well thank you. I like guys. that story. Thank you, Kristen.
1: So there it was. I enjoyed that.
0: I did too. And everybody seems so relieved at the end.
1: Yeah, I know. They always come into it like, Oh my goodness, what are you all gonna do? So we're just gonna talk. It's chill.
0: Like, we don't know.
1: Yeah. Although I would like to clarify, I said that Kristen was kind but not nice. She is nice. I just think her kindness is her overwhelming thing. For me, nice is like a surface level thing, mm-hmm. whereas kindness. Is
0: we had deep. a big discussion after that. you and I have had yeah. I just think that's that's interesting the way that you... Because Kristen said, I thought those were synonymous. Like, <laughs> isn't that the same thing? What do you mean I'm not nice? I, I know
1: some people who are nice, but it's just, you know, it's on the surface. I, I totally get what you're saying. If she likes you, you know it. And she, she's yeah.
0: genuine. And so I appreciate that about her. It's almost like people are nice for themselves. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're kind, that's different. You're nice because you want to make a good impression, not because you care about the other people's feelings. Yeah.
1: We didn't even get into her volunteer work. I mean, she does stuff to help I other know, people. And that,
0: and ugh, it kills me. Maybe we should write things down. Maybe we should write down. down notes, yeah. Because that was something I did want to talk about. She she does a lot of volunteer work, and it seems like a lot of the stories I go to, they're just like, oh, oh, yeah, Kristen, oh Kristen Kristen, Kristen, Kristen yeah. was on our board. You know, Kristen has done so this for us before. So. Think about the
1: time she gives to other people.
0: Kind. Yes. She's a kind, kind. person.
1: Which uh, is, is good, considering we could use more kindness in the newsroom, mm-hmm. unlike all these meanies like me and you. Oh, yeah. So this week, um, if you've listened to this, our our Oscar podcast came out already, but we don't know the winners yet. That won't happen.
0: You will we... when this comes out. <laughs> yes, but when we you don't... listen to this. As we're taping that this. That will happen.
1: Uh, I did, listening back to one of our other ones, I remembered I mentioned uh, the Royal Rumble. Finn Balor did not win.
0: Oh, no. Was that Brock your guest?
1: No, I, I knew he wouldn't, but I was real sad about did that.
0: Did you see that Chris Hemsworth is I going? I did. Okay, is okay, going to play Hulk Hogan. What do you think? What are your thoughts on this? I
1: think it's a great casting choice. Really? I think they are going. They're only focusing on the period of his life near WrestleMania, and they're going to stay away from the portion where he fought Gawker, and where he said a bunch of horribly racist stuff. Okay. So. Um, it's going to be kind of like Bohemian Rhapsody, where Here's they funny. sugarcoat a bunch of stuff. This is not the
0: first time we've talked about the Hulk, about Hogan, Hulk Hogan controversy, <laughs> and I have yet to look up what it is, oh. so I still don't know what All right, you're talking about. Well, I'll talk about. to you
1: about it afterwards. Uh, <laughs> How point has this is, come up twice? And I think part of it is that he is involved, so it may be a very glossy look at his life. Um, and it, you know, it's, it's it's very complicated feelings for me because growing up, I was a huge Hulkamaniac. Mm-hmm. I wrote to him a letter Aww. whenever earthquake. Uh, stomped on him, sat on him, and, and sent him into the hospital. How old were you? That's probably six or seven. Oh, thank God. Yeah.
0: I you were going <laughs> to be 16. Like I, well, you were like, I took my little brother to WrestleMania the other day. He's 25. <laughs> it was a
1: WrestleMania. It was a WWE live show. Excuse me. Uh, you know what? If, if, you, if you grow out of things, then, then what, what's the point of growing old? Uh, so <laughs> anyway, yes, when Earthquake squashed him, I was sad. I wrote him a letter. He sent me a postcard back. So then later on when it came out that he had some not-so-nice thoughts, uh, you know. Broke your heart. I, I think – but that's something we've dealt with a lot of recently is people finding out that their heroes are sometimes horrible people. <sighs> yeah. You know, you see people defending Bill Cosby and, and it's just
0: – Charlie Rose on, buddy, in our industry. Oh, yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, no, is Charlie this? Rose is,
1: Yeah, just a huge – you know, you got all these people that you have respect for and then you find out – mm-hmm. So I think that's – and I think a lot of it is people put it on themselves. They go, oh, well, I like this person. If it turns out that they're not a good person, what is that saying about me? And it's not saying anything about you. you can, right. You can let it. You can. You can realize that just because you like someone doesn't. It was mean that ignorance. They can't do you did
0: not thing. know that aspect exactly. of them. Like you.
1: Exactly. It's, it's different. It's not your fault. Once you know that they did this horrible thing, if you then say, "Oh, but I love. I still like this person." Well, then.
0: Then know. we have a problem.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's take about twenty <laughs> percent off there, buddy. There you go. Uh, okay. So that's what we've got going on. So are you excited about Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan?
0: I mean, I'm always excited yeah, about okay. Chris Hemsworth. Right. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't get into that too much. <laughs> I didn't. You know. When we saw it this morning during one of our entertainment stories, I was just like, what? But who else are you going to get? Honestly, no, like, there's not a lot of people that I look at and I'm like, ooh, Hulk Hogan.
1: Who are, yeah, uh, you know, a good actor. He can, do it. Funny, he can do it. It will be funny. It will be serious. Did so you know also... he was on
0: Dancing with the Stars in Australia? In Australia.
1: I, bl- I know he was a big Australian celebrity. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that was, like, one of his first things. I think he was on a soap opera. Yeah. So he wasn't even really that famous when he was on Dancing with the Stars. Well, if you
1: look at people who are on Dancing with the Stars here now, they're not really... Anyway.
0: There's a lot of big fans. I found that out one time. Uh, I was working at a station that was an ABC affiliate, and Storm Coverage cut into Dancing with the Stars. The uproar. They have some of the most devoted fans.
1: I have been in the newsroom here before when I used to work nights whenever Storm Coverage would cut into Survivor. Oh. And that that was rough, let me tell you. People would not be happy that you know, Chris was trying to keep people safe.
0: <laughs> I know. I mean, really. But, I mean, there are people getting mad. I, you know, I'm a big Bachelor fan, Bachelorette fan. And, like, when President Trump broke into the Bachelor, they were just like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, he's the president. He's the president. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> takes – he kind of takes priority over everybody, <laughs> even the Bachelor.
1: All right. Well, Andrea, um, ha- I'm trying to think about our recommendations for this week. Have you thought of anything that nope. you would like to – you're just not going to –
0: Nope.
1: All right, cool. Uh, I am going to recommend a sandwich I had recently.
0: <laughs> Sandwiches. We were They're at, amazing.
1: Uh, wait, let me, let me see if it was Rafferty's or Ramsey's. I always forget.
0: I'm pulling for Ramsey's.
1: <laughs> do you have skin in the game?
0: I worked there for years.
1: Uh, I, believe it, yes, I believe it was Ramsey's. Um,
0: What's the name of the burger? Do you know?
1: It, it, it's their turkey Reuben.
0: Oh, Ramsey's, for sure.
1: Okay. Purple kraut. Go. Do they wear all wear ties? Yes. Yes, okay. So, yes, Ramsey's. That's, that's the one uh, I was
0: thinking of. It is really good. I think I've had everything on that menu.
1: So the, the turkey Reuben. It, well, yeah, it's got the purple mm-hmm. sauerkraut, which I, uh, Marika's, the German restaurant here in town, that's one of my favorite things there, is whenever I, I'll get my meal, I also I get a side of the, the purple cabbage, and it's delicious. It's kind of sour. I like it a lot better than regular sauerkraut. Even though it may just be a color thing, I don't know. But so the turkey Reuben, and Ramsey's has that purple sauerkraut on it.
0: All right. Well, if we're gonna talk about food, I can. So think that's of, my
1: recommendation this week.
0: I can think of something. Of course, mine's again alcohol related. Okay. I've, this is not my first time. I'm starting to get concerned.
1: <laughs> you might have a problem. We'll I don't think take on I heard, that I'm later. kidding.
0: I don't have a problem. But uh, Blue Moon Mango, so good. I think it's one of their kind of limited time.
1: Oh, beer. The beer Blue Moon. Yes. Okay.
0: Oh, What else would it be?
1: I don't know. I didn't know Blue, Blue Moon, Moon was like a... Okay.
0: So, I bought the last two cases of it at Kroger in Brandon Crossing. <laughs> so, the point
1: is, if you want some, you can't.
0: It's gone. Because I've been looking for it. Like, I look for it anytime I'm anywhere, just because it's kind of like my favorite beer right now. Cause usually, I have one, and I'm good. And I don't need the extra calories. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I was like, I guess, I guess it's over. You know, that might have been like a, a seasonal thing, but...
1: Well, there we go. If it is. Go get your blue moon. Get your turkey, yep. Reuben. Everybody have a good day. That sounds awesome. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. You
0: bye. Gotta- <laughs>
1: there you go.